create space. The issue of Melech is The routine distracts us from feeling. We like to be distracted from feelings of pain and discomfort, and we get involved in our day-to-day routines as not to feel it. We like to be distracted from feelings of loss, so we get involved in our routine as not to feel it. The problem is routine also dilutes our capacity to experience joy and happiness. And Moed Cotton deals with how to change routine sufficiently to, en- to create the space to feel feelings, emotions, particularly the emotions of pain and loss, and simcha and joy. And, and Masechta does that through the vehicles of looking at the halachot of Cholamoid. We'll see why Cholamoid more than Yomtif. And the halachot of, of Avelut, where we experience loss. And the, and, the, and the halachot of cherem venidui, when a person is put into cherem, uh, the tendency is to try and escape the discomfort. A person's put, excommunicated, the, the, the kind of sense would be, okay, so I'll, I'll go to some Greek island or to the south of France and I'll spend my cherem time there and what differences will make. No, the idea is to feel it, because it's an opportunity for tshuva. Uh, and the same with loss. The idea is to distract, to mi- take your mind off the Avelut. We don't want to feel the loss, but one needs to feel the loss in order to heal from it. And, uh, and with Simcha, the same. We, we become so engrossed in our routine that we lose the opportunity for Simcha. And we'll see, beginning today, how the Masechta deals with changes in routine that are needed in order to be able to experience the Simcha of, of Cholamoyed. To learn this, we need to start with the um, Gemara Chagiga, which we'll be reminded of. Rashi brings it right in the beginning of the Masechta, so we know that this is the introduction to, uh, to Masechta Moed Katon. We've got to go back to Chagiga to be introduced to, to Moed Katon, based on the Posuk in, uh, in Pashas Re'e, of Sheshit Yamim Tuchal Matzot, Bayom uh, For six days, you've got to eat matzah, and on the seventh day, it's a yomtif. No, no melacha. Says the Gemara in Chagiga, Sheshit Yamim Tocham Matzot Vim Shvi Atzeret Lashem, Ma Shvi Atzor Av Sheshit Yamim Atzorim. Just as as on the seventh day, you can't eat. We learn from this. You can't do work. We learn from this pasuk that it's an atzeret. There's some degree of not doing work the whole Yom Tov of Pesach. Ma Shvi Atzor Bichol Malacha Av Sheshit Yamim Atzorim Bichol Malacha. That would require that we stop doing any Malacha on Chalamay Tzam. But Loimar Rabbi Yom Shvi Atzeret Hashvi Atzor Bichol Malacha Ve'En Shishi Yamim Atzorim Bichol Malacha. No, there's a distinction between the seventh day of Pesach and the, the days of Cholam The distinction is it's not kol melacha. On the seventh day, there's no melacha other than ochel nefesh, which is allowed. On Cholam it's more than that is allowed. Halo mesaran hakatuv This is the key. So the, but so the Torah gives the chachomim the right. Lo malacha ezi yom asur ve'ezi yom muta ezi melacha asura ve'ezi melacha muter to tell us exactly what we can do and can't do on each of the days of Yom they give the Chachomim that right. So we see this as an unusual Yom Tov. The Torah says, we're not going to tell you what to do and what not to do. We're just telling you there's some things you can't do. You can't have a normal routine. You've got to do things differently in Chalam The Chachomim will tell you what. Based on that, our Mishnah starts um, with Mashkin Beit HaShulachim B'moed Uvashvit. You can water, you can irrigate a Beit Shulachin. Um, this is a... A, a field that's on a slope, and that when the rain comes, it doesn't get enough water, so it needs artificial irrigation. 
בין ממעיין שיצא בתחילה, בין ממעיין שלא יצא בתחילה, whether it's a newly created well or a spring or an old existing one, אבל אין משכין לא מבית שמים ולא מימי הקילון, but you can't use reservoirs of rain water and you can't use deep wells in order to do, to do that. And then the, the Mishnah goes on. So what you see right away is that what you can and can't do on Cholamoy depends firstly on the object of your melacha. So this kind of field you can, that kind of field you can't. And secondly, how you do it. This kind of water you can use, that kind of water you can't do. So it's what you're doing and how you're doing it are governed by the laws of, of um, Cholamoy. It says Rashi, you, you're allowed to water a field that's on a slope. Sadeshi hi omedet pahar v'tzarich l'ashkota atamid. It's on a slope and it needs continuous watering. Mashkinotai, you can water it. Afilu b'cholo shemed. L'fishu lo hefseid, shehu lo hefseid gadoli meina mashkinotai. Because there's enormous loss if you don't, if you don't irrigate that field. It doesn't get any water and the, and the produce will die. And that's enormous loss and, and the chachomim don't, don't do that. So you're seeing how we're learning what cholamoid is by the halachot. What are you allowed to do? What aren't you allowed to do? That will help us define it. Here's the principle. Where there's loss involved, financial loss, the Chachomim allowed us to, to work, to do what needs to be done to prevent the loss. And then Rashi quotes that piece in, 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 in Chagiga, which we've just learned. Work which if you don't do the work, there will be loss. That's the, that's the foundation of, of um, the laws of Cholamoyed. And why not make Shamim? So now we've got an extra thing. There's Tircha. So if there's loss, you're allowed to do the tircha. You're allowed to go to the trouble. You're allowed to go to work. But not tircha yatera, not too much work. So, you, so whether you can or whether you can't is the first thing. And how much work and how much can't you is the second thing. So Cholamoy is very, very fragile. The Gemara says further on, man tana dipseida in harvachalo. So from the Gemara's question, I'm not going to the Gemara's answer, just from the Gemara's question, you see a definition of the principles. Who is this Tanner of the Mishnah? It's not Rabbi Meir, who normally is a Stam Mishnah. A Mishnah without an author is usually Rabbi Meir, but here we see further on that it's clearly not Rabbi Meir. So who is it? Who holds that if there's a loss, you can do it, but you can't do it for more gain. You can't do it to accelerate the growth. You can only do it to prevent the death of the, of the field. And even where there is loss, you can't do too much Tircha. Who is that person? So... The whole question with Cholamoid is, what did the Torah say? What did the Rabbonin say? Why did they say it? Why did the, what's going on here? It's just a strange time. It's not, Shabbos is so clear. Yom Tov is, is so clear. Uh, Cholamoid, it's really gray and, and somewhat subjective. Says the Rambam on the next page, Even though the word Shabbaton is not used by Cholamoid, because it's, a, look at these words carefully, because it's a Mikra Kodesh, it's called Mikra Kodesh, and it's a time of bringing a Korban Chagiga in the base Hamikdash, and we say Musaf every day. Also, it's so that we don't make it like other, yom, like other weekdays where there is no Kedusha. 
Makat Madut is, is we punish a person who works on the Cholamoid. Makat Madut means generally in the Rambam means it's Dirabonin, it's not a Doraisa. It neshi isuromi divrei sofrim, because this is not a Doraisa. The Torah didn't say, thou shalt not do A and B. The Torah just said it's a time of Kedusha. You bring a Korban Chagiga. And the Chachomim came along and said, well, in that case, we've got to create space to make you able to be engaged in the Kedushas Hayom. If everybody's going to go to work the way they normally do, where's the Kedushat Achag? And the Agos Mamonis and others say, remember the Agos Mamonis, the Talmud of, of the Mara of Rutenberg, this is the beginning of the shift from <coughs> the Baalei Tosfot to the Poskim. <coughs> the the uh, Agos Mamonis focuses on the Rambam, and he brings, so said Rabbi Natam as well, uh, that these, Enam Ela Asmachta Ba'alma, these, we only get, we, we draw authority from the Torah, but it's not a Torah law. If this was the Orisa, Kachobim can't come along and say, well, this, you know, there's a bit of loss, so this you can do. This, there's not so much loss, so you can't. Here there's Tirche, here there's not. We don't see the Kachobim doing that where the Torah lays down the, the clear parameters. So says the Agos Mamoni is clearly in the Rambam, based on the Shittas Arabian Utam as well, and most we show him. This is not the actual laws of Cholamoyed or not the Orisa. They are drawn from the Torah's authority, but it's the Chachomim who create the prohibitions of, of Cholamoyed. I don't think we've met the Keronoyed yet, but we're going to meet the Keronoyed today. Keronoyed, that wonderful period of late 18th century, early 19th century, uh, a Talmud of Reb Chaim Velozhna. So Vilna Gaon, Reb Chaim Velozhna, Keronoyed. He's right there at the source of it all. Uh, He's one of the few who wrote on, on, on Kodshim. And so the briskers who learn Kodshim and focus on Kodshim, uh, they give a lot of credence to the Kerenora. The Kerenora is one of the few Akronim that they learn, um, so which, which gives you an idea of the, of the stature of the, of the Kerenora. And what's beautiful about the Kerenora is he's innovative. He's, he's so bold. He's so gutsy, as, you, as you'll see today already. He, he creates new ideas. Um, and the Kerenoira says, most Rishonim hold the law hayu midrabon. This is only midrabon most of them hold. And as we see in Chagir, we see in Tosfos, and we see in the Rosh, harambam, and those Mepharshim on the Rambam, katvu gambedat harambam zaldein And as we've just seen in the Hagat Mamoniot, that even in the Rambam, they suggest that the Rambam holds that these are laws of the Rabbonin. But if you look at the Rambam in the Perush Hamishnayus, you're right that if you look in the Yada Chazoke, it looks as if this might be the Rabbonin. But if you look at the Perush Mishnayus, you'll see the Havidor Raisa, and he brings the Perush Hamishnayus. That when the Rambam uses the word Kabbalah. He doesn't mean what Kabbalah means today, of course, and he doesn't even mean Dirabon, and he means things which were received by Moshe on Sinai. And they're also called Divrei Sofrim. When the Rambam says Divrei Sofrim, it doesn't always mean Dirabonin. So you can't bring a proof from the fact that the Rambam calls it Divrei Sofrim that it's Dirabonin. I hold, says the Keren Oira, that Isu Melochem Cholamoyed is a Doraisa. Kadei sheyu mezumanim ukruim lekodesh ulechag velismach bemikdash Hashem. To provide openness, to provide the space in people's lives to live the Kedusha and the and the Avoidas of, of Yontif on Cholamoyed. 
That's why the Torah doesn't tell you what yes and what no. They tell us which you, what you can and what you can. And on this principle, which we'll probably draw on as we work through the Masechta, the whole of the principles of Cholamoid revolve around this principle, says the Karen it's not the day that causes the Isurim. Shabbos and Yom Tif are defined by the things you're not allowed to do on them. That's what defines their Kedusha. Cholamoid is not defined by what you're not allowed to do. It's not the Melochas that define the Yom Tif. They're not called Yom Tif. The main thing is to avail yourself, to make yourself available, to focus on the Chagiga and the Simcha. That's what the Torah is kind of, that's Doraisa, the Torah does that. So it's, although it's also Doraisa, like Shabbos and Yom Tif, the principle of, halacha, of Malacha on, on Cholamoid is completely different. Malacha on Shabbos and Yom Tif is because it's Shabbos and Yom Tif. Those, that's what defines the day. But the Malachas on, on Cholamoid are of a completely different category, still Doraisa, but they're there to create space in your routine to be able to do the things and feel the things and be engaged in the things that you need to be engaged in in Cholamoyed. And what a, what a chidush, what an important life principle this is over here, that you've got to make space for Simcha, that, that the routine is so invasive that it prevents you from even enjoying your life. And you've actually got to make space. I spoke to you the other day about the, that new book that I found that was called Subtraction, how, how we have a tendency in the book explains scientifically why that is, that, that when we make changes in our lives, it's almost always by taking on new things. New resolutions, new habits, new this, new that we take on. When we, we want something new, we buy something. And that's why we've got, on average in the United States, a quarter of a million things in our houses. 250,000 things in the houses. Nobody needs 250,000 things in your house. Your computer's full of things you don't need. Your phone is full of apps you don't need. That's what we add, we add, we add. That's what we do. And the importance of being able to subtract. Cholamoyed is a time that the Torah tells us, going to the Kiranora, this is Doraisa. Subtract. Stop doing a whole lot of stuff. Because if you don't subtract, you won't have the space for Simcha. You won't have the space for Avoida. You want to enjoy your life. Take some stuff out and give yourself the time. Don't try and add something else. I'm going to keep my routine and I'm going to go for a teal. I'm going to keep my routine and I'm going to spend some time with my wife or my husband or my children. I'm going to keep, you can't. If you want to do those things, if you want to enjoy yourself, you've got to cut stuff out. That's what Cholamoyed teaches us. Cholamoyed, it's a doraisa, but we take the principle and we apply it wherever we want to apply it. There are times if you want to have simchen, we'll come on to the, the opposite of pain and loss later on in the Masechta. But here we're dealing with Cholamoyed, we're dealing with joy, that even for joy and pleasure and happiness, unless you create the time by re removing things from your to-do list, Remove things from your calendar, take stuff out, create space, and put in happiness and joy. And this is more important right now than ever before. I'm telling my clients that 2022 is going to be harder than 2020 and 2021. Not because of objective reasons, not because of the pandemic. That immediate session will get on top of. There'll still be a lot of fallout. There'll still be the economic consequences. There'll still be the emotional consequences, the psychological consequences. The children that are going to have been damaged by the two years. We're going to have to deal with all that this year and next year. These two years are going to be very difficult. But there's another reason. We're all exhausted. We don't have resources. We haven't been nourishing ourselves for two years. We haven't interacted with each other for two years on, on a big way. We haven't been traveling for two years. 
we're exhausted, we're empty, our reservoirs are depleted, and we're going to have to dig deep to find the resources to deal with 2022 and 2023, and we don't have the resources. It's incredibly important that this year, more than ever, you make time for Simcha, you make time for joy, you make time for relationships, and don't think you can do it while doing everything else you do as well. You can't. It won't happen. If you want time for joy, the first thing you've got to do is Ilchus subtract. Decide, like the Chachomim decided for us for Cholamoyed, you decide for yourselves. What are the things this year I'm not doing? You can do it week by week, you can do it day by day, you can do it for the year. You need to have a list of not-to-dos. These are the things I will not be doing this year, this month, this week. These are, you should have a list, literally, a not-to-do list. I'm not doing this this time. This time. I'm opening space so that I have the time to enjoy my family and my friends and, and whatever other forms I can get of self-nourishment to rebuild the resources that are so depleted. What I would ask of you with that thing, I think with, with all the matnoni, but here as well, is that each of you think of at least one person to forward these shirim, to a particular shir like this, which is so important for where we are. Just each of you to think of one person that you can forward the shir to and encourage other people uh, to become part of the learning.